Go check. ahead. Oh. Check. Uh, check. Speak at a, at a normal volume. This is my normal volume. That's true. That's good. Usually you use your podcast voice, which is much louder. Uh, podcast Patrick. <laughs> Initials PP. You want to hear a funny? No! S- you want to hear? F- you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. Um, I was in an English class. Um, and actually, this goes back to failure because I think I went to the English class like twice. Okay. Maybe. And um, I, the first day of class, they had us like do some sort of name recognition with our, our initials. And like a name I said, memorization. yeah, I, I think I said like patient Patrick. And then um, <laughs> I just said, cause the initials are PP and I like <laughs> could not stop like laughing, you know, where whenever you try to stop it, it just makes it worse. <laughs> but did other people think no. it was funny? <laughs> no, no, no. And I think like it was a very awkward situation. And I just remember thinking that was kind of embarrassing. I'm sorry, what grade was this? Grade? I was in college. No! You were in college? Fuck. Why? Uh, so it was Southwestern Illinois College. You laughed Swift. that hard at that in college? Oh my gosh. I. You were over the age of 18. It was just like one of those things where you, you just don't. You just don't expect it, you know? You just don't expect to laugh that hard at it. <laughs> and it just came organically. Wow. I know. That's I know. pretty bad. I actually, I think I maybe went to that, went back to that class like once. Because of the embarrassment? No. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Not at because all. Because you were a delinquent. Because I was a delinquent. Okay. Because I was a failure. And you weren't paying for school yourself then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. All right. That's correct. Yes, hello. Yeah, hello. Yes, hello. Hello. Welcome to Let's Be Realistic Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick. And what am I? Am I my co-host? No, you are am also I a guest? host. Um, I'm the co-host. <laughs> you are the main host. Because I drive the bus. No. I'm the minor, you're the major. Mm. The, that That's that doesn't fine. work like that. All right. Welcome to episode F word. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. For failure. All right. Well, I guess you just named the episode. It's my second favorite F word. What's your first favorite? Friendship. Oh my god. <laughs> See what I did there? Oi. You didn't yep. think. No, I didn't. No. Based on your normal daily vocabulary, I did not think that, that, is, that would be. That is partially true. That is 100% accurate. Um, and I suppose that anybody really who knows me will think that that's what F word means for this um, podcast not episode. Not friendship. I like, I like it. I, I do. And Friendship no, or the real F word? The, the real F word. Okay. The, the truncated F word. Okay. Um, it adds a oomph to life and i read uh the curmudgeon's handbook i think it was called the handbook it doesn't matter no no anyway and it it was a it was more of a writing guide than i was expecting um which is okay because i have since removed the word very from your writing my writing because it's unnecessary and um and any verbosity is just gone wow 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 yeah okay yeah anyways uh, was there a point that you were making? Sure was, yeah. Thanks for keeping me on track. Sure. Um, it, the author talked about his, his like for the F word as well. He really? Said, yeah, he did. He was, you know what? It's funny because he's really, really old school and would always talk about, you know, being formal. But he was like, you know what? Sometimes you're going to get into a situation where you have a boss that will use the F word and just roll with it. Yeah, because, you have that now. Like, it's got it. Like, it's a, it's a. You know, it adds adds some value. I don't curse, but I appreciate humor. I appreciate when people curse in a funny way. Um, I don't You're like welcome. it in anger. When people are mad and they curse, I dislike that very much. I don't like it when I do it in anger. I, I try well, to, I really only try to do it in, in comedy. A funny way. In and comedy I like skits. It. it usually gets me every time. Yep. Skits. Yeah. One man skits. Yeah, kind of like skits. Anyway. Anyhow. So, um... Before we get started here, I would 
Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to get it. You guys are going to get it. I would just like oh. to express my disappointment. Major disappointment in all of our listeners for not telling me that our intro music did not play in episode eight. Um, I will fix that when I post this episode. However, um, it was Patrick, Patrick himself, who had to let me know because I don't listen to our episodes. Oh, Apparently, no, uh, I need to. Well, let's just, I don't want to confuse the listeners. It was uh, our head of quality control, Patrick. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but. It's me. Anyway, I'm disappointed that no one told me. I very much need to know when I mess something up because I'm I'm very new to this podcasting thing. And because I don't listen to our episodes once they're posted, I only listen to it while we're editing. I don't know what happens. And apparently I have to start listening to them myself because you guys don't tell me when I muck everything up. Our sweet angel listeners that were like, I just thought that they... I know, I know. Brooke I, was I like, I just was thought just it was something, something new you were they trying. Do, they were doing. No, I, I don't like, want 17 seconds of yeah, silence like, at the 17 beginning. 17 seconds of absolute <laughs> silence. I kept hitting the play button on Spotify. I'm like, I what the was, hell is happening? I thought something was wrong with Spotify, but then it was happening to other podcasts too. So I just was like, whatever, it's probably fine. Yeah. Because Spotify sucks. It sometimes. wasn't. No, it wasn't fine. And uh, please, please, please let me know the next time that happens. You know what is so fine? So unbelievably fine. I know what you're going to say. Oh, do you know yeah. what I'm going to say? I do. Ethiopian mochacita yeah we're drinking it this week oh my gosh the, the this week's roast from seraphine it's the same as our last episode but i'm glad that it is the one that you guys smelled yeah with your yeah. headphones and your nostrils your, he- your nostril headphones yep because i really wanted to be able to tell you how good this is and per seraphina there are notes of chocolate in it and i get that so much and i freaking love it um it is it's so it's it's so good i know it's also, so good. It should be noted that it is to date the best coffee that I've ever smelled. I didn't say that the first time. Um, you didn't? Are you sure? Yeah, no, I because I listened to it and then I heard the no music. I would ask for our listeners to chime in, but apparently you guys aren't listening to anything. You're Nothing. Not, you're certainly not telling us if something's wrong. We love you guys. We're just we're just joshing you. But I am a little upset. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But say, oh, now okay. say something nice. Say something that you like about them individually. Well, I like that you just listen in general. I love you guys. No, in, for about real. each individual listener. No, I don't have time. Okay. Also, I don't know all of them. That's true. Feel free to write me a message. I'd love to get to know you. Yeah. Just tell me things. Anyway, um, while we're on the topic of Serafina. I love you guys. I put a little stack of Let's Be Realistic podcast stickers in the Serafina shop um, in downtown Phoenix. So if you find yourself in there grabbing a coffee, uh, you can see a, a sample of the sticker on the register. So sweet of them. They put one of our stickers on the register. Um, but then if you like it, go over um, by the window, by the exit, and there is a little stack of Let's Be Realistic stickers there. Um, pick one up. They're free right now. I mean, we're not like famous or anything, so I'm not going to charge for the stickers. Um, however, if you're not in the Phoenix area or you can't make it to Serafina coffee shop, then I have a challenge for you, which can also earn you a free sticker. Um, if you share a post about let's be realistic podcast, I feel like I don't need to say that it needs to be positive, but it needs to be positive. Don't like crap on us. Um, it does need to be positive. <laughs> like, let's say, I'm, I'm not, saying. I'm not going to pay for postage and send you a <laughs> sticker if you're like, this is the, this worst, is the worst GD podcast, podcast I've ever listened to. Uh, you know, the, the hosts have no chemistry. They're awful. And you know what? Their faces trick? are made for radio. Well, that's why we're on a podcast. Anyway, um, if you share a post about Let's Be Realistic podcast and you tag us in it, um, I will message you and ask for your address and I'll send you a sticker. Or if you reshare one of our posts and just make sure that we're still tagged in it. Same, same deal. So there's a way for you to get a free sticker if you can't make it to Serafina. Um, but as, as what is the new usual, as per new usual, we are fueled by Serafina Coffee. Oh my gosh, we are exclusively fueled by Serafina Coffee. Um, Serafina is a local roaster in Phoenix, Arizona, they have multiple locations. They're opening one right now that has a drive-thru. Do you have the um, deets on that? No, I will next time. I'll ask him. He It's in the process of like being built right now, and it's going to be a drive-thru with um, longer hours than the current shop. So for the people who can't get there during the workday or right after work, it'll be easier for you to get there. But I'll get the details, and I'll let you guys know next episode. 
I'd love to just talk about like how cool the owner seems to me. I know you should probably go in and meet him. Um, but I would rather just right now I have more things to say about how good their coffee is. Okay, that's fair. It's jazzing me up. Oops. Like literally. Literally the caffeine. Should I give a a BM scale? Yeah, you haven't in a while. Well, I we we not. weren't drinking this last week, so you no, couldn't. No, I haven't given a BM this, scale. I've been making it pretty strong, though. Uh, I've noticed. It's really good, though. Yeah. Okay, keep going. So here's the here's the very very peculiar um, thing about Serafina coffee. It is strong, flavorful. Fair vi- trade. Fair trade. Small batch roasted. Small batch and locally roasted. But it does not make me have to bm immediately <laughs> and it doesn't make me anxious okay good those are good so things. you guys are killing it uh yeah that's true and you know a debt of gratitude um okay so since we issued that challenge that social media challenge why don't you go ahead and let them know where they can find us oh yeah that's right we are at uh, lbr podcasts uh, at, at the twitter.com Oops. also at instagram.com yes uh, or just in the app like a normal human being i don't have the apps yeah that's why i manage the social media because you're 87 years old that's true okay yeah that's true <laughs> um yeah so or shoot us an email at uh let's be realistic pod at gmail.com that's right yeah only nice. Uh, also, please go ahead and uh, you know what? If you're if you're still liking what you hear, you're still feeling jazzed about this. You're really using jazzed, jazzed as, a lot. As jazzed as we are about Seraphina Coffee, please subscribe. Give us four stars. Stop saying four stars. I'm I gonna murder you. No, it's like please Freud. stop. It, it, it's saying. like a, it's like a Freudian slip at this point where you I'm like, you want four stars? No, secretly? I don't. I honestly, well, I don't want do. four stars. I just don't know why I keep saying four <laughs> stars. Stop. I, Anyway, five stars would be better than four. And I know you can rate us on like Apple Podcasts, but you can go through iTunes too. I've heard some people having trouble um, rating and reviewing on uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you go through iTunes, it should be easier. Uh, I have had trouble rating and reviewing on Apple <laughs> Podcasts. I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> His hands in the air. I Yeah, it is. I hope, I hope to God. You know what would be like the most, if Ray Harris Jr., the host of the World War II podcast yeah. by Ray Harris Jr., was listening to this. Oops. I have rated his podcast five stars, no fewer than 16 times. Okay. And subscribed. So he's just <laughs> raking it in from this. Well, like, I don't care. I'll take multiples. I don't give a damn. But anyway, uh, try iTunes if you're having trouble rating on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That's the moral. All right. I think that's all of our housekeeping stuff. It's exciting. And that's all this episode. Thank okay. You. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> But uh, it's exciting that we have housekeeping stuff at all. So thanks, guys. Um, we're excited about all of the things. Thanks for we listening. We are so excited. This is episode nine. Nine. So I haven't, I haven't heard Nicole, and maybe you can speak differently uh, because I haven't heard because also I haven't looked um, at our social media ever. Great. Yeah. He's I'm, so supportive. I'm the color analyst here. Anyway. Um, and I just feel like I haven't received any feedback through carrier pigeon smoke signal or otherwise um about what or signal mirror patrick about a weekly podcast oh it's because i haven't put the poll out yet i was thinking about it today i huh. will i i just don't want to do it a lot i don't want to do it too soon and then i still wait like a month before we go weekly you know what i mean i guess it doesn't matter i'll, I'll do it this week okay fair and then i'll let you know Fair enough. Um, what's our topic for today? What are we talking about? Today. Today we are talking about, um, well, let me, let me just back up. They say that to be an expert at something, you have to have at least 10,000 hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today's topic is failure. And would you call yourself an expert? Um, I would call myself borderline. Like, I think that maybe not like an expert, but like I could definitely be an ad- adjunct professor. You know, <laughs> if 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 the like topic is speaker failure, no, 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 not a guest. Speaker. I don't know what adjunct professor is. You've been to college a lot more recently than I, I have, despite our age difference. I work for a college. So. And I don't oh, that's know. right. My sister, you don't know. Here's the thing: my sister is an adjunct professor, or was at Hillary, one point. Hillary, just time. tell us what it is. Yeah, can you just chime in and tell I'm us? I'm just sorry. Call in. Anyway, call into the show. No, no, that's not, not a thing. Works. Okay. What's the topic? The topic is failure. Okay. Like the first 15 minutes of this podcast. I disagree. I'm having a great time. The first, the the last. 45 seconds, I would say. 
Anyway. Our conversation on adjunct professors. How do you want to start? Did you want to share some inspirational quotes? I know you found some good stuff about failure. Is that how you would like to start? Or you want to start with listener responses? I want to start with with the listeners because, um, you know, the inspirational quotes, I think, will be better to wrap things up with because you will... You'll get then a little you'll be perspective. Yeah, you'll end. get a little perspective. Okay, so let me find the responses. So I posted um, on our story on Instagram, I said failure is, and then I just left the blank open for people to fill in. Um, so we got a lot of good answers, things that I definitely agree with. <clears throat> Pardon me, clearing my throat in the microphone. Oh, on um, and that's why we drink. Christine is the one who does all the editing, and M doesn't do anything. She just shows up and talks. I'll take your word for it. Okay. And she, I guess, clears her throat all the time, but you never hear it because Christine always edits it, it out. And she goes, I know what the sound looks like in the recording, so I just find them all and take them out. Isn't that so funny? Wow. What if she drops like a really like profound nugget? and then Right in the middle of clearing her throat? No, and it just looks like a throat Oh, uh, well, I guess it's lost forever. <clears throat> Stop. I don't want to. just want to see what it looked like. Okay. So... Vic the Wicked, she always responds and she always has good responses and I appreciate her. Victoria. Oh, okay. She says, Vic the Wicked, that's her handle. Oh, okay. Okay. You you with me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It doesn't matter to you, you don't have Instagram. Well, I didn't know if we were on Facebook. I was like... Oh, like that's her name on there? No, no, no. Um, She said not trying, which I think is like the epitome of failure. Yeah, so the question was failure is dot, 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 ellipses. Failure is ellipses, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah, I already told them the question. Dot, dot, dot is ellipses. Anyway. Uh, Not trying. Yeah. That's like the most succinct way to say it. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are so many people, and especially super successful people, who will say, yeah, this was like my 60th attempt. Like, do you know how many times I failed at trying to do what I'm doing now? You you have to fail. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's always like interesting to hear stories about successful people um and their just their like view on journey on failure yeah and it's like i want to hear somebody who's just been a degenerate (laughs) all their lives like yours truly up until like the last yeah you're not a five or six years seven years eight eight perhaps nine maybe even ten years anyway no um (laughs) i would like to hear somebody who's like lived a life of epic failure but then you that know they come are back. now successful right, right. it wasn't like I, I was trying to be successful i was trying to start these companies and i was like putting in good intentions and i you know, would and actually I, like uh, like an hear... elon musk you know elon musk has just been killing it forever yeah but i, I bet I you he would say he's failed a ton we just don't hear about it because that's not what made him famous yeah but he's always been a super hard worker yeah, yeah but i would be interested to hear what someone who has actually never been successful says failure is Buckle up. <laughs> we don't, I mean, we don't Put on really your headphones. Like listen that. to this podcast. Oops. No, you should listen to this podcast. I mean, they already are if they're here. No, I'm, I'm talking about you. You oh, should. I'm going to now please. after yeah. last <laughs> no, week's podcast. No, you should. You should. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Failure. Well, failure is are. not listening to your podcast and letting a poor product go out Man, into the market. Tell me about it. So tell unprofessional. Tell me about it. Anyway, that's a great answer. Love it. Yeah, not trying. Gotta try. You gotta at least try. Um, Preston said is an opportunity to grow. Yes. And let God mold you for his glory, which is also true. An opportunity to grow for sure. Because if you don't learn from your failure, then, I mean, it's kind of pointless. Then it just turns into like a pit of misery. I think it's, I think the second, I like, I like what he said at the second part. And we really haven't, um, I know we really haven't touched on that topic yet. And, um, without getting, too too crazy not oh my gosh see do you see how it happens see so listen here's the thing we will get into it we're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna get into christianity and we're gonna get into faith in general and we will talk about some more trigger triggering topics yeah um but honestly we've been a little a little what's the word um frightened scared delicate concerned yeah, yeah. Um, about judgment walking on eggshells yeah 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 so i mean we're working up to it but no no, no i'm glad he said that and he's absolutely right so read it again read it again um is an opportunity to grow and let god mold you for his glory yes so first and foremost failure is absolutely an opportunity to grow i know that sounds contrite but it really is 
Um, because there's always two ways you can handle a situation. You can let it defeat you and become like bitter and miserable, or you can use the situation to grow and become better. You have two options. Absolutely. And there is a, there is a very relieving feeling about succumbing to a higher power. Absolutely. Because as you get older, at least for me, I've realized that I have very little control over most things ever in the world. And when you realize that, it's so much easier to be like, you know what? That's fine. And just give it up to God instead of having all of the anxiety on your shoulders. Well, and I think another profound side of that is that there are about 8 billion, 8.5 billion people on this planet. And like 8.4 billion of them believe in a higher power. In some sort of higher power, yeah. yeah. May not be the exact same God, but you know something else is in control. Yeah, yeah. very very interesting. Maslow's uh, but hierarchy we'll, of needs. We will come back to yeah, that we'll topic there. in yeah, more depth later, but I'm glad. I'm glad we broached it here. Yeah, yeah. Broach, that's the word I was looking <laughs> for. Sweet Jesus, broach. Broached. Broached. Um, another answer from Thanks, Kelsey was delay, not defeat. Which is good. That's very um, similar to kind of what we've been talking about. But it's just like, yeah, it might be a stumbling block, but it doesn't mean you're done. Like, you don't give up. You keep trying. You get back up. Same sort of thing. I like that. I do, too. Another um, catchy, succinct way to say it. You could put it on a poster in a classroom. Perhaps uh, with, like, a kitten hanging (laughs) onto a tree branch. (laughs) There's a name for those posters, and I can't remember. I can't either. But they were in all. Is it Paul? Paul something? They were in all of our classrooms. Paul Skinner? You're just going for it, huh? Yeah. No, okay. I, re- I really am. All right. Um, Jimmy said seeking money and wealth versus happiness and loved ones, which is a good one, too, because in those cases where you are super ambitious and you're just working for your career and for money, you might find yourself 10 or 20 years down the road not having anyone to share that with. And then what was the point of any of it? So I like that answer a lot, too. That's that's way more specific. I like it. Yeah. I miss them. It's like what, what you could have done had you not been shackled by this old ball and chain, this dead weight around here. What? You know what I'm saying? No. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I do all right. No, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Anyway. Just all right. Stabbing their ears out. Now? Was that it? Well, there, oh, Jordan said my future, but I feel <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like he's upset about okay, something. Okay. Um, so, wait. <laughs> like, I don't want to go into um, all of the... So they're not even celebrities. I don't want to say celebrity. That's so lame. All of the like famous uh, failure quotes. But I do want to say that Claude Monet. So oh my god, like Monet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta see that uh, I have it. Who Claude Monet? Who you know is an extremely famous painter. Like that people continue to study and mimic today because his work was so inspirational. Right, Monet. Yeah, like, yeah. His paintings are worth millions. And they're all they're copied all over everything still. Right. His artwork is with worth millions. Yeah. Like you can you can develop an app that's worth millions that people use. Try painting one single piece of paint, decades like ago. One decades canvas, and decades and decades ago. Yeah. And that is worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah, I dare you. Okay. Anyway. Um, so Claude Money. <laughs> My life has been nothing but a failure. <laughs> End quote. That's the whole thing. Claude Monet. <laughs> oh, do you think that was before he was? Wait, was he famous in his time? Or was he famous after he died? We don't um, know. We don't have all the information. Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, he's for sure dead. For sure? Yeah. For sure? When? Do you when, want me to look? When do you think he died? When do I? Th- Patrick, he's not alive. How do you even know? I Because I know. All right. He was probably. All right, go to the next quote while I look this up. No, we're. we're Okay. Oh, we're, okay. You know what? No, that's fine. Let's just do these quotes. We're just rolling with it. We're just okay. having fun. Okay, I liked that. You we're found some good ones. Fun. Uh, Monet was really. He died in 1926. Yes, he's dead. Okay, but I mean. Anyway. I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was like. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> do you, did you know anything about Claude Monet? I knew he was dead. Other than his quote about failure. I for before sure. Right now, and other than he was sure a famous painter. Knew he was dead. Yeah. Okay, but that like. Back on track. I was like, I didn't know anything about Claude Monet, and you said, "Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Are you trying to throw your voice? I don't know. I think it's gonna be. F- I think it's gonna be funny. You think it's gonna be good when we play it back? I sure hope so. Well, we'll see. That's that's kind of this whole whole skit is that I just feel like I hope it's good when <laughs> we play it back. 
Speaking of comedy, um, Oops. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin is like somebody that I really, really, really admire because one, he had to work in the silent era and he was made, this an actor, a comedian? Was, yeah. He, he in silent films. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. He was, he was the one that was famous for the, um, the short mustache, you know, uh, like also, a top hat. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also known as, as a, as a Hitler stash. You know what's, f- oh, okay. The interesting thing is that Hitler was really kind of late to that fashion statement, but he just really made it. Yeah. It has a negative connotation. Yeah. Oh, it sure does. Cause of all the murder. Yes. Okay. Gen- with genocide. Yeah. Okay. Which is like a step up. Continue. Um, so Charlie Chapman, Chaplin, definitely. It, it, it was really, I mean, he, he made people laugh in. Without words. Film era. That's hard to do. It, it, extremely hard. He said, failure is unimportant. It takes courage to make a fool of yourself. That is true. You know how mortified I used to be to dance in front of people? Now I don't give a flying fig, but that's yeah. true. If you're not secure, you won't take any risks. You worry that everyone's going to think you're a fool. Yep. I think two of the two, two instances w- that really helped me to become comfortable in a crowd. Um, one, Jimmy John's guerrilla marketing. I knew you were going to say that. Which was just walk into a place and start talking to people and uh, give them sandwiches and own the room. And oh. it was like less than less about the, the sandwiches. And then the second one teaching um, Sunday school with kids. Oh. Kids are like, they will. They're brutal, they man. They brutal. They will and you tell know you. And even if they're trying to be sweet, they just, they will be. They'll say something honest. because it crosses their mind. They don't know that right. it's offensive. Yeah. But that's actually really good because even when they say stuff like that, they still think you're cool because you're older. Yeah. And you like them and you're fun and, and you talk I am to them. Really cool. Well, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. But that is interesting because that also kind of plays into like taking risks. If you're not, if you don't have the courage to like be foolish, you're probably not going to take any risks. You're probably going to stay pretty stagnant. Because you're worried about what's going to happen. Yeah. That could translate into business and career and all that. Yeah. I, I guess we're kind of getting off, off track a little bit with the, with the Sunday school. But I've seen several grown adults uh, go into a Sunday school and have to, like, do, like, the, the song dance with, with... And be embarrassed. Like, with kids. And then just totally shut down and not yeah. do it. Yeah. It's like, well, you... I mean, they're kids. It's hard at first. And it's, but it's so weird because you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's going to be fine. They're just They're just, like seven-year-olds yeah nope you still care what they think that's absolutely right yeah um next quote is from bf skinner who is a behavioral psychologist okay Um, moments with miranda she would she would know bf skinner it's legit well let's hope yeah said failure is not always a mistake uh it may simply be the best one can do under the circumstances the real mistake is to stop trying true yeah yeah you might end up in a failure just because you weren't completely informed or something went wrong you know like it might not have been intentional or like negligence but it might just happen you yeah. just have to keep trying and in behavioral psychology you fail all the time well and really science is just a continual state of failure right until you figure something out honestly i'm not a scientist but that's how i perceive science <laughs> so i have three more but i would like to touch those touch them I want to touch them I later. I want like to touch on them later Okay. in the podcast because... Oh, to just leave us on a high note. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go out with a bang, if you will. Yes. Okay. Correct. Go out... Um, should I read what, what uh, Murr, speaking of moments with Murr, um, read what she said failure is? Absolutely. I might read a few of her responses. I put her on the spot this week because she didn't respond to my story. This is the moments with Murr. In the Let's Be Realistic podcast, it's become a mainstay in the Let's Be Realistic podcast, and <laughs> I hope that all of you are enjoying the moments with her. I mean, it is a specific type of humor, so I guess tell me if you hate it, but I like it. Um, just know that if you do hate it, you've created an enemy for oh, one of us. Okay. Um, well, first, she said, failure is when you have four hermit crabs and then two of them die, which was a direct stab at me. And I didn't think it was that funny. You do, apparently. 
Wilbur had it coming though. <laughs> Orville, Orville was going to make it. Orville's still kicking, man. Yeah. Orville was going to move. So the, the the hermit crabs came from North Carolina. Um, they came from Kitty Hawk area. Well, and when we put out episode three, I had only gotten the two. I had Wilbur and Orville, right? Yes. Or did I already have Marcel at that point? No, you did not have. Are Marcel. you sure? No, I'm positive. Okay, well now I have Marcel and Orville because Alabaster and Wilbur both died. It's not my fault. I tried my best. I mean, they're, they're, they're crustaceans, you know, they just kind of do what they want. Also, they're not supposed to live in the desert, so That's I'm doing right. my best. I spray them with humidity every day. That's right. She finally landed on. Failure is when you start to listen to the old man covered in jam that hides under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's like... Maybe about mental illness, like maybe you're schizophrenic and you really think there's a man covered in jam under your bed. Or is it like the voice inside your head that tells you to stop trying? Could be a metaphor. We're not sure. Yes. Uh, if if the voice in your head is an old man that hides in your bed that's covered in jam. Then there's, you should probably talk to someone about it. Yeah, um, I think so. But, but she, I mean, then she said, stay strong. Don't listen to Jermaine the Jellied. <laughs> oh, Miranda. Anyway, moments with Mer. Moments with Mer. Okay. We need like a ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like we'll NBC work on that. We'll work okay. on it. Um, I think it's just time to dive into my failures. Okay. Honestly. I'd love to. Would you love to? Yeah. I mean, I hope that I already know them. We're going to find out. So I, I think probably my main area of failure is my run-ins with the law you yeah i mean several several arrests in more than one state yes is a good overview yeah i think my first my first run-in with the law was with my brother we were really young there was this like a house down the alleyway from us and i think we were probably oh my gosh maybe i was maybe like five or six years old and we had gotten a hold of some matches so he was what eight yeah and there was uh this kind of like wooded very very like wooded it was it was really like a square like the size of a garage but it was basically yeah it was basically trees and in the center was completely open as if somebody had had a garage there trees grew up all around the garage and then they tore down the garage and left the trees weird um, and I remember that we went in there with some matches and just started lighting some sticks on fire. And some cop pulled down the alleyway. It was like, hey, stop lighting that. things on fire. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Did we just get arrested? I don't know. <laughs> Stupid did idiot kids. Did we just kids. get arrested? What did, <clears throat> what did your parents say? Did you tell them? I don't recall, to be honest. Okay. Jen, uh, let us know if you remember this. Mm, she probably remembers some other just horrific fire stories we have <gasps> that one wow. the bonfire one you know what uh Tell that story. If, what's the statute of limitations on just that? don't say what school it is okay right is that yeah fair? or what city yeah there you go just leave um, it kind of anonymous oh my god this gosh. is a good one we'll, we'll finish up the, the legal trouble so then i would say the next big legal issue was um when I was in seventh grade, uh, I got in a fight with a freshman. Did you win? With a freshman? Over I what? I was bullying him. You were bullying him? I was him. bullying him, for sure. Why? And, um, he And it wasn't really a fight. It was just really just me punching him. But, like, his parents were not happy with that. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah, and called the cops. And it was just like... What were this. you bullying him for? I honestly don't remember. Being okay. a stupid kid. You were me. being a stupid kid. Yeah, I was being a stupid kid. Okay. Um, Sorry, and my then, microphone just fell on my face. Oh, wow. So then I th- think I stayed out of trouble until sophomore year of high school. Or, no, freshman year. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, I'm sorry. I was freshman in high school. I got caught with a switchblade. <laughs> and... At school? 
No, I wasn't at school. I was skateboarding down the street. And, and some, you're not allowed to have a switch? Are they illegal? Oh, for sure. Oh, they're still... Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> I remember I remember. I was skateboarding down the street. And I had a leather jacket on. And I had, a leather jacket. I had a switchblade. Were you actually a greaser? No, I had a switchblade and another knife. And I... My friends were shooting cap guns. And I had just... I had, like just happened to see them and i stopped to talk to them because we weren't like really close at that time we just started like kindling this friendship oh stoking stoking the friendship, this friendship. Fire. and um well the friendship was just kindling at that point okay yeah and I, I think I this see. i think this event galvanized us oh, wow stoked the kindling and D- it was just didn't a, i say that it was just flaming after that oh so many meanings and um they were shooting cap guns and they Cops pulled us over and pulled like, you over. Well, stop this. On stop foot. this. Yeah, stop this. I'm on. I'm, Please pull I, your I'm feet over here, sir. And, and they, you know, they get the cap guns and the cops like, this is stupid. And then he goes to pat me down and he's like, hey, uh, do you have any weapons? I was like, you know what? <laughs> Funny you should mention <laughs> that. Matter of I fact. do. I have a legal weapon. I have a, yeah, I have a, a regular old pocket knife and I also have a switchblade. He's like, a, a switchblade? <laughs> <laughs> I, and he was, and so uh, was it the I, cop that always pulled you over forever and ever? It was the cop that always pulled us over that knew my parents and was always very small town cop. Yeah, he, Patrick's very, from a like, really small town, so he, yeah, everybody knows everybody. Was a very small town cop, and I remember him being kind of, kind of curious. Where did this fourteen-year-old? happened to acquire a, a switchblade an actual legitimate switchblade um he was he was definitely curious uh they destroyed it but so Oops. he wasn't that curious or at least they said they destroyed well, they, it you're not gonna, oh yeah maybe they kept yeah, it maybe they kept it and then uh some dist- criminal destruction of property for skateboarding okay wait what, what happened though nothing happened nothing happened they actually didn't get in trouble for that okay yeah they, then why is this in this because it's, it's it's trouble like this, with the it's law this, topic. it's this chronic run-ins with the law at, they kind at of start to age. ramp up yeah uh, soon. Oh, they, they absolutely do. okay and so this is this is before like you know drug abuse and alcohol abuse sure 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 um and then the next one uh was skateboarding on the city square mm-hmm. i'm familiar uh, a few months before they completely demolished it and rebuilt it they, okay i was skateboarding on a bench and then we 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 got um in trouble for criminal destruction of property for skateboarding for skateboarding on a bench now that part is legitimate like they legitimate like because there are signs that say no skateboarding yeah it was kind of a dick move because they oh wait no i'm I'm sorry there was a curfew violation in there okay and i actually got a ticket for that when i was like 13 years old what are you supposed to do with that you don't you pay it yeah i don't know your parents pay it yeah that's it's a weird situation and then um so so they took the skateboard and they were supposed to give that back, uh, but they destroyed it and they weren't supposed to destroy it. Oh, right. And then the same cop that took the switchblade that didn't give me like a hard time mm-hmm. was very upset with the rest of the folks at the, uh, at the old for destroying PD it. that, that destroyed it mm-hmm. came to our house and wrote my parents a check from his personal checkbook. Oh Yeah. So you could buy a new I skateboard. Just, you know what? Dave Seafeld, if you're out there and you're <laughs> listening to this, you are a friggin' G. <laughs> Officer Dave Seafeld, you're you're awesome. My parents are probably like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's not listening. You don't know. <laughs> Dave Seafeld? Uh, maybe your mom will tell him he gets a shout out. Perhaps. Yeah, hey, remember my <laughs> Listen kid? Listen to this. I'm sure you remember. Remember my kid? Remember my kid? <laughs> remember my How could you forget? The little delinquent. Anyway. Um and then and then it just escalated. Yeah, then it just honestly kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think in a real, very real way. So yep. lots and lots and lots of failure and just not understanding. You're not going to touch on live. any of these. I can think of like three stories in my head that I feel like you should talk about. <sighs> can you help? I mean, on, I, I, I'm sure. How about smoking on the subway or the train or whatever it was? Oh, God. Yeah, Did you get so arrested for that? That's an interesting. Sh- that's an in- very. Okay. Um, I was hanging out with a friend of mine we were drinking <laughs> on the back roads lots and lots and lots of beer uh pre-gaming for a baseball game in i think it was like in october and 
I don't rem I t I had I took some pills, some some pills, and I don't really remember what they were. Some pills. Yeah. It wasn't like Adderall or something. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an amphetamine. It was like um. Gosh, it was some sort of like. Uh, behavioral. He thing. pointed Not, at his brain. Yeah, uh, if that helps anybody. <laughs> Side effects? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. No, you're you're sharp. Yeah. Sharp as a Long lasting? I think so. Yeah, it was like some, anyway. some antidepressant is okay. what I'm looking for. Words. Were you depressed or you just wanted to take some pills? Just wanted to take some pills. Sure. For no better reason. Yeah. And um, we drove around drink, er, drinking a lot of booze on the back roads in, in the car lovingly known as Wink and um, listening to Garth Brooks. Next thing, we're skipping some other just ridiculous things we were on the it's like the light rail in phoenix yeah the metro link on our way to the baseball game and, and i am just out there i think i was 19 at the time maybe even younger no i was younger i was 18 had to have been because i wasn't living on my own and i just was like it's going to be okay people won't be upset if i <laughs> light a cigarette in sure here. why would they be right they were. Yeah, of yeah, course I got, they I got were. So I got kicked off the train, right? This is this is actually this this one's really kind of bizarre. So I get kicked off the train. Did your friend get off with you? No, he was <laughs> like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm going to the." Oh, uh, you have to edit that out. No, but that's actually what he said. <laughs> okay. I'm going to the baseball game. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, well, it's absolutely that was your decision. Fair. Yeah, I can't even believe I did that to him. I mean, looking at it now, I'm like gonna have heartburn tonight. <laughs> And I got kicked off the train and they just let me go. And I was like, did they know you were drunk? Well, I mean, I had to have. And you were underage. So that's yeah. interesting. Okay. So then, um, I hung out there for a while, just kind of trying to at the Metrolink stop. Yeah. Just kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I, I thought I, I had a decent idea of where I was at. So I was going to, instead of walking way down the road and and going to where it crossed the track, I was just going to cut through the woods. Um, but turns out <laughs> it's highly illegal, more so than smoking on the train, to cross said tracks, not in an, like, an allowed crossing. Sure. So the, For safety reasons, yeah, I think. Yeah, for safety reasons. And so the, <laughs> the um, I guess there's like a transit police who's mm -hmm. like, all right, guy. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Hey, friend. Hey, chief. You're uh, the. There have been so many violations yeah, that you, I've seen. You, yeah, you've already pushed your luck, and you've already, um, you know, you've worn out your welcome. Uh, a few for the times metro link. Over. Yep. So we're just gonna go ahead and call the cops, and the cops took me to the police station. But they did arrest you. Is and that so, what that means? Well, this is really weird. I got taken to the police station, but I didn't get booked. I didn't, it wasn't anything like Did that. Did they put cuffs on you? I don't, I don't, honestly don't remember. Yeah, you were pretty messed up. I was pretty messed up. Um, but I only got like a disturbing the, the peace. peace ticket. I which, mean, I'd say you did that. Yeah, which was very generous of them. Okay. Um, so by the time I was, so I'm just gonna, I, I gotta, I gotta, I mean, just for the, uh, in the interest of time, like, I, and, and like, it's hard to recall all of these things, sure. you know, a little bit like it, it's hard to, it's hard to look back at so many delinquencies complete and utter failures. And that's only when it comes to the law and like drugs and alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even touching the subject of school Wait, or. Can you also tell the one about the concert yeah. where you were drinking and you were underage? Uh, yeah, the one sorry. you just told Kyle and Amanda recently. Yeah. So um, my brother, my brother had just turned 21, like just turned 21, and a good friend of mine who actually picked me up from the police department after the transit stop. Sure. Wait, but so you were 19 then? Yes. Yeah. He had just turned 21. Yeah, you were 19. Yeah. Okay. And so he picked me up from... It, oh, no, no, no. Backing up. Uh, he had also just turned 21. And so maybe I was... 19. Yeah, about to turn 20. 
Anyway, too we young were, to drink legally. Yes, we're at the we're at the concert and the concert. Yeah, we're at eight eight concerts, like one of those outdoor venues where there's multiple bands. And I remember that uh, I was kind of going back and forth because I had, I had discussed individually with each of them that <laughs> they were going to you know it would be really cool if they bought me beers, and they graciously obliged thinking like you know these 32 ounce beers is just fine so i would just like 32 yeah i would just slam one and then go to the next to the next so we just bounce back and forth so i wasn't like being a burden on just one of them i was being a burden on both both, equally and then um and then that i just got a beer it was full to the brim and this bike cop bike he he was a bike cop he was wearing shorts (laughs) he walks up to me he's like hey man let me see some ID. I was like, um, okay, well, I don't, uh, I don't, I was with a, another friend and I was like, I don't, I don't have it. I think is what I said, or hold on, let me get it. So I ended up in a, like in a flash, I just dropped the beer and I didn't know that that entire 32 ounce beer just basically landed right on his shoe oh, and probably no. filled his friggin' Filled his shoe with. Oh my gosh, I would hate you beer. so much. And it's in the middle of summer, and he's you know got to do what he's got to do. So I just bolt it into the crowd of thousands of thousands of people. Now the headliner was about to start, so I'm running through the crowd, and I really got to hand it to the crowd because it was like they the parting look- of the Red Sea. They were looking out for you. Yeah, man. they really were. They were like they would stand up and get out of my way, and then like converge the behind me. Oh, I and love I was it. bobbing and weaving. I was really doing a great job, and then. Um, one like a security guard, not a cop for sure. Was wearing just like a sh- like a t-shirt, like a said, Paul like, Blart, like a mall cop. No, not even, will. not even. Oh, less. Yeah. Okay. He didn't have like sure, sure, the, sure. A, you know a utility belt. He just had like a t-shirt that said security. Okay. Just threw a shoulder in, and then I, I was <laughs> I lost my balance. I I couldn't go anymore. And then the next thing you know, boom! These cops just nailed me. Didn't they beat the crap out of you? Oh, they beat my ass. I mean, well, they kind of. Oh, yeah, I deserved it. And then I remember they took me back into this room and they threw me, you know, threw me up against this picnic table and the one cop's picnic table. Yeah, the one cop's because it's kind of outdoor and and the one cop's in my face and he's like, I saw you punch that other cop. What? Yeah. And I'm thinking. I forgot about this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I, I'm, this is, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad. I look over at the, the guy with the most stripes on his arm and he's just kind of old, you know, cop. And he just looks at me and shakes his head like. Don't worry about it. Nah, don't worry about it. They're just, they're just messing with me. And I kind of got the gist at that point was like, okay. It's going to be okay if you just stay calm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to get in trouble for drinking, but like I'm not going to get an assaulting an officer because that right. was obviously a lie. Like yeah. I did not assault an officer. That's scary. I, I don't got my like, ass beat though. I don't like that. Yeah, it was terrifying. <clears throat> so fast forward to that later that I'm, I'm, I'm waiting there and they bring this kid in and as I'm sitting there, this they bring this kid in there for smoke and pot and they like confiscate i think it was like pills and a bowl and some weed and they're like yeah well you know you're not supposed to have this and then they look at me like you know this guy's a jerk but they're like but here we're gonna write you a ticket but you can you can finish out the concert but i had to leave (laughs) of course for sure i I got mentioned on the radio the next day they were like well the concert was pretty cool but the most exciting part was this guy who just took off through the crowd (laughs) Not that I need to be edified in, no. in my failures. Sure. <clears throat> well, you're not that way anymore. No. You're very respectful yeah. of the law. That's true. And of law enforcement. Yep. You've really cleaned up your act. That is I true. would really say the catalyst of the law issues, um, which propelled you into being not so much a delinquent, was the DUI. Uh, I would have to agree. No, I think that. Well, not doing not doing drugs anymore helps for sure. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not, not being a delinquent, <laughs> not drinking yeah. at your body weight. Well, and I never ever. really had a problem with the law. I just didn't understand why they were so concerned with me smoking pot and drinking beer when I'm 19 years old, which is um, which is still kind of a fair argument. I, I I firmly believe like you can go to war, you can drink. I okay. It's it's it's, 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 it's 18, mood though. It's 18 basically in Europe it's, and it's, everywhere else. Whatever. It's really it irrelevant, yeah. you know? Okay. So anyways, <clears throat> um, you failures. Don't, you don't think the 
you're not gonna talk about the DUI. You don't want to talk about it. Gosh, that's I don't, the crazy thing is that as I play the the movie reel back in my head, I'm skipping tons like of things. Six or seven. Yeah, but this podcast would be six hours long. Yeah, wow, it really would be. Um, I want to uh, let's do the bonfire. Oh, that's so, a good one. So homecoming, uh, 2007. Yes. Year after I graduated. Yes. Uh, some friends of mine. Well, so no, no, if, no. If you I have to explain names. The... If I were naming names, you would be like, I've heard this name before. Something um, about Garth Brooks and driving around and going to a baseball You have game. to give the context, though. You're going to give the background, right? Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. So we're sitting, doing some fairly heavy drinking, as per usual, and thinking, um, talking about senior year and how it was... You know, kind of weird. We had this weird situation where we had a, a, a one-year principal who was no-nonsense. Super strict. Yeah, super strict. Couldn't but do the, a senior prank, right? Yeah, but the, but the principal on, on, on the bookends of that, our senior year, was not that. Was, very much understood the small-town feel. I, I saw him at a concert one time, and he was hammered. <laughs> and his son, who is a, like a super gifted musician, a really cool guy, was like, hey, man, don't tell anybody about my dad being hammered. I was like, bro, I'm hammered. I don't even <laughs> like, don't tell your dad I'm hammered. Like, I don't want to pull rem- me out of class. I'm not going to remember yeah, this. Talk to the, I don't want the resource officer to come up and be like, hey, so-and-so saw you and you were hammered. Anywho, um, and for whatever reason, I was like, we should we should burn down okay, the whoa, homecoming whoa, whoa. bonfire. So because of the principle that you had, you guys weren't allowed to do a senior prank. Yeah, that's correct. correct. Yeah. So you guys yeah, wanted. If you did a senior prank, you wouldn't be able to walk. Right. So you wanted revenge the year after you graduated yep. since the pr- that principal was gone. Yep. So this was your idea. Uh-huh. Okay. So they had that, that night, they had, uh, it was Thursday night, and they had the pallets, this huge stack of pallets stacked up for the, the homecoming bonfire, um, you know, after the football game, the Friday night football game. And we were like, <laughs> let's just go burn it down. <laughs> oh, seriously, this is—it's fine. We'll just go burn it down, and that'll really show them. And this is our—that'll really our, show them. Yeah, this is, this is gonna be great. So we go and get some lighter fluid, and like I just remember thinking, like, like no, no, lighter fluid's gonna be fine, and it's, it's not gonna be fine. Um, <laughs> and I'm just waiting until it fails because I'm like, we gotta get gas. So we got a bunch of gasoline, and I—they—they they drove by. I jumped out, grabbed the gas can, ran up to the the pile they parked around this little like thicket of woods uh, in the mcdonald's parking lot sure hang on because there was a path through there um and they were there waiting for me i poured about five gallons of gasoline on this stack of pallet pallets and i made this like i don't know, probably like a 10 foot trail because you know you don't light it right in front of my face right of course. sure yeah i bent over to light this thing and boof they were like, it, 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 it was a wall of fire that hit me. And I was, uh, in a way, proud of myself because the minute it hit me, I stopped. jumped up in the air and stopped, dropped, and rolled. Wow. I mean, it was like... I mean, it probably saved you from getting burns all over your body. Yeah. Well, the scars are still visible. Well, for sure. Sh- no, yeah, keep going. Sure. I mean, we'll so get there. So I, I jumped up. I, I rubbed my hand across my forehead to make sure my eyebrows were still there. I slapped my ass to make sure my wallet was still in my pocket. I look over at the gas can. This it is, is oh, on whoa, whoa, whoa. fire. Pause. Spoken like a true delinquent. Let me make sure I don't leave my identification at the scene of this crime. Let's make sure I still have my at, wallet. At that point, I knew I was injured. It, it was almost instantaneous. This, I was injured. So Yeah, you were on fire. Injury to insult. At least I'm not going to like. W- yes, definitely spoken like a true delinquent. You you were correct. Anyway, no need to no need to try to defend myself on that. Anyway, one. continue. I look over at the gas can and it is ablaze. So I take off running towards the gas can, drop kick that son of a gun, and just send it tumbling in the path that I'm running. And as it's tumbling, it goes out. I pick it up mid run and I just bolt through this thicket, hop in the truck. Isn't it hot? Gone. How did you touch it? I have no idea. It was probably a little hot, but maybe I, the I, adrenaline. Yeah. Um, and then I remember the longest night. <laughs> yeah. With just a wet towel over my legs. So basically, I was wearing shorts, by the way. So that's why. So it just so his burned leg, my leg actually caught on fire. No, no, it was just that blast of heat. No way. Yes, it was just a that because it was su- that close to your leg. Super hot blast of heat, and 
I just remember that night and being in excruciating pain with a wet towel and a fan on my legs and just thinking like, I've really done it. (laughs) Really, really (laughs) Really done it this time. I really mucked this one up. And then I went, I tried to like bandage it with some, you know, Walgreens gauze and yeah but you said it was like like the size of like a small dinner plate a blister on the front of your leg yeah so uh there were multiple blisters multiple massive blisters that were but okay so that that morning I got up and I went to Walgreens and I got some gauze and I put like a little bit of like (laughs) triple antibiotic (laughs) ointment on it like thinking like I don't I don't know I don't know what to do yet yeah and I went to work uh, in a kitchen how? and I just kind of like hobbling around in pants the uh, uh, pajama pants it touched it yeah so, uh, but it had gauze on it oh, and I couldn't me out. and I couldn't tell anybody what happened because you committed a crime R- well and and it was you know it, it made the newspaper and so it's a it small like, town yeah exactly so everybody everybody knew the event occurred right but I couldn't tell anybody because um, they did not suspect me. Okay. And so I, um, I, I bandaged it up. And then that night I went to go, I got off work. It was like late and it, you know, it was fall time. So it was kind of cold. I went and parked in a parking lot and I remember looking like pulling up the, the pajama pants and just looking at these massive blisters that were about the size of, um, look down at your Yeti cup. Your giant tumbler cup. Yeah, your giant tumbler cup. They were about the size of that, and they were filled with pus. Like drooping. Yeah, and they were drooping <laughs> and hanging, and I thought, I got to tell my mom. I got to tell <laughs> I my mom. Help. I need help. This is, yeah. It, we're, it's out of my control. This is, yeah. Yep. This is out of my control. I gotta, Sweet Jen. Poor Jen. I, How did she raise I gotta you? Go tell my mom. Oh, so God. I, I went, I, I remember I walked upstairs and I'm just nervous as hell. And I was like, and I hadn't, she hadn't seen me because I purposely like knew my face was kind of red. And so I purposely like steered clear of being at home because. Because she's going to notice yeah, something's weird. Yeah. And she always really is really good at knowing she's when intuitive. something's up. Um, she looked at me and she's like, did you get in a car accident? Because it looked like an airbag hit my oh. face because my face was so red. And I was like, No. No, I didn't. At that time, I had wished I did. Oh, uh, and I said, "You know the 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 bonfire." And she's like, "I knew that was you." Oh my god! In my heart, I knew it was you. <laughs> in and my I was heart, like, in my heart, I knew it was you. It's like, Mom, I got burnt pretty bad. And she's so she um, she took me to a like a medical care facility in a different town. The town that. I crossed the tracks and got in trouble. I mean, it, but in a different town because your town's too small, they would know that would you know. set the yeah. fire. Yeah. So trying to protect me. So basically, she's the best child advocate as yep. a mother oh, that it, ever existed. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. But what did she say to you when you like when she saw it? I never showed her. <gasps> did I, she go in with you, you when know you what? went Be- to the? As as a mutual favor to protect her. From what what was the look of my leg, I did not show her. Uh, I never showed her what it looked like. The only person I showed was my dad. Because what did he say, Dave? What did you say? He, I don't. I think he just, you know, yeah, it looks bad. But he's had some serious injuries too. Yeah, so, he's mean, rough he, and tumble know, too. He's crashed motorcycles. Yeah. And, and and done hardcore stuff like that. So like, it wasn't something that probably didn't rattle his cage, or and if it did, he didn't show it. But no, I never showed. I never showed her. I do remember I going into that. the, uh, to the, where I was in the checkup room and they were looking at it. I kept talking to them. I'm like, you know, those, those rolls of gauze are really expensive at Walgreens. They're like really expensive. So if you're like, can you guys, do you guys just give those here? And they're like, no, we, we can't do that. And I was like, oh dang, that sucks. Cause they're really expensive. And you know, like I'm gonna have to change this bandage a lot. And I remember, I remember this nurse came back in and she's like, take off your shirt. And I was wearing a hooded sweatshirt. Do you think she was hitting on you? I was like, are we doing this here? I was like, are we doing this here? You know, I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, like, is this happening here? I'm injured, but like, I'm also a guy. So <laughs> we're going to make it happen. 
And she's like, take off your shirt. And I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> off goes the hoodie. You know, throw it on the throw it on the, the checkup table. The medical it, cot. The medical cot. You know, warming up my hands and she yeah. just fills it with with um gauze. you know with gauze and the the popsicle sticks. sweet angel and then just wraps it up and like shoves it doesn't want to she's like don't show anybody get out of here quick doesn't <laughs> want to have sex with you but will provide some gauze yeah for she free very, she was a sweet angel <laughs> uh yeah so that was that you still don't have freckles on your leg no and I, he's a ginger no, it's, so. it's the freckles have the freckles have returned but if you look at for the, the most if part. you look at the back of my calf there's a uh, like a, a line where like the new face from Batman. Yeah, yeah. There's a line straight down where where there are like a, a, a plethora of freckles and then there are not so many freckles. Right. It looks like it looks how like yeah, deforestation it. looks. Oops. Oh. Okay. Yeah. As if my story wasn't sad enough. Well, I think we should revisit the DUI thing maybe in another episode. We did we did in an earlier episode, by the way. We did? We did. Oh, sure. but we didn't talk about like Tent City or anything, did we? I think that's so interesting. It was intense. Oops. Anyway. I'm pretty sure we did. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to listen to our other episodes now to find out what else is wrong with them. Uh, Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Patrick. Man. I love story time. This was story time for me. I had a really hard time. Not a really hard time. Excuse me. I, I had, I was a little, I was a little apprehensive about sharing because once you hear it, you can't unhear it and... You don't want people to think that you're a no, delinquent? No, but like I shouldn't I shouldn't be I shouldn't be Ashamed. hard on myself because right. you know it, it, it was like a it was like a it, uh, I don't I don't even know how to describe what are it. You it's just saying? failure after failure after failure oh. after failure after failure. An amalgamation, an if amalgamation you will. An amalgamation of failure and a cornucopia. not understanding how to live life and and be a functioning adult yeah without and substance like, abuse uh, issues yeah, like a hurricane of failure and it, it just happens and happens and happens and happens and happens and happens and this this despair and this feeling of like never being able to climb out of this hole and i'm never going to be a functioning adult and i'm never going to have security and i'm never going to do this and then you did and then i did you got out of it um i think a big thing for you is moving out of that environment uh no no? no, absolutely not. I got just as de- I was That's just as true. degenerate here. That's true. You're right. Yeah, when I moved here, it took it took a while. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, but you didn't let yourself become a victim to that for the rest of your life. No. You are a hard worker, and you figured it out, and you pulled yourself up from your bootstraps. Bootstrapper. And you went back to school. It was late because yeah. of the delinquency, but you went back, and you are focused on bigger and better things now yeah and you're successful the the silver lining um is that i don't regret where i am and i i am i struggle sometimes with that like systemic history that that failure that history of failure i struggle with that all the time and thinking about time but at the same time i i wouldn't want to be anywhere else yeah well and that taught you a lot of things all of those struggles that you went through taught you a lot and you are where you are now because of where you were before yeah so when people say that your failures don't define you and contrite things like that it's actually kind of real i never i don't i don't identify with that 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 past that history i don't feel like that person i don't make decisions like like that person right um you can always change your path yeah yeah you can failure is not an ironclad box that you live in right um it is a temporary hole that you fell in well and you will have to make a conscious decision and effort to change yes 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 but you can right all right i like that yeah that's good that's a good way to wrap up you want to you want to hit me with those inspirational quotes oh man i really really do okay uh so thomas edison i think most people know that thomas edison failed quite a bit when he tried to make the um, the light bulb. The light bulb. Yep. Um, so he said, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's Ooh. That hits yeah. you. That hits yeah. you hard. Yeah, you're really, most of the time you're really close. Mm-hmm. Um, people, it's, success. I think that the margin between success, 
I think success is a lot closer to failure than people realize. Yeah, absolutely. I think that m- people think that you have to have this like history of su- win after win after win no. after win. It's Most successful people have a history of failure after failure after failure. Exactly. Yeah. Which leads me to one of my all-time favorite quotes by one of my... Um, all-time favorite people. Yeah, all-time favorite people. I would have to say because this is, f- this is from Winston Churchill. And for those who don't know, Winston Churchill failed constantly constantly a baller though constantly failed and if you want a really 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 great um podcast on his life story the world war ii podcast uh ray harris does a complete biography on winston churchill winnie winnie yeah it's 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 literally all failures until he has to stand up to adolf hitler and then after that, it's all failures again. But he goes down as the, one of the greatest world leaders of our time. Yep. He says, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Oh. Yep. Yep. Something's got to motivate you. You have to keep going. Yep. For whatever reason. And then uh, Johnny Cash, you build on failure. You use it as a stepping stone. Close the door on the past. You don't try to forget the mistakes, but you don't dwell on it. You don't let it have any of your energy or any of your time or any of your space. Ooh, that's good. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was actually pretty uh, into poetry. I don't think most people know that. He was kind of a tortured soul. He was very so that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. He struggled. Definitely dealt with drugs until he yeah. found the love of his life. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. You're my June Carter. Oh, that's Cash. sweet, babe. Yeah. So, um, that was did, good. Did you want to, did you want to chime in on any failures or, or oh, have we don't have, I, have time I? for that today. Okay. Oh, and one other thing that I wanted to say is that your experience with failure and specifically law enforcement gives you the ability to talk to a whole different set of people than I can, because if someone else is in a similar situation, like constantly getting in trouble with the law and wants to pull themselves out of it, you'd be the perfect person to talk to. They're not going to talk to me about it because I don't know anything about that. So that's cool. It's a good yeah. way to use that. Yeah. When you're in that situation, when you're in that environment regularly, the last thing you want is like some do-gooder <laughs> telling you how to better your life. Right. When they it's have like, no okay, idea what you're well, going you don't, through. Well, you don't understand the struggles that I go through. You don't right. understand why. I, I don't even understand why I am this way. Why would I listen to somebody that um, staying out of trouble comes easily? Right. Exactly. Okay. But thank you. That was good. I yeah. enjoyed story time. Yeah, I, I didn't have to do a lot of work this episode. No, no. Just sat here and listened. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Episode nine. And um, if you like what you heard, please subscribe. Like us on uh, Rate wherever review. you listen to podcasts. Rate and review. Give us five stars. There it is. There it is. Thank there you, guys. Is. And um, yeah, see you next time. Be realistic. Yeah. Love you. Bye.